uh, there in Ghana. And again, thank you for praying for me and for the works over there. And so I'm going to give you kind of a, a play-by-play. Uh, and the reason I'm going to do that, one's just to inform you because uh, you know, I couldn't go unless you send me to go. And, and, and so I just want to let you know all that took place over there. We, some of you who are on uh, uh, Facebook and stuff saw some of the pictures and uh, videos and things that uh, I posted and, uh, and then also that Brother Ruckman uh, had posted as well, uh, and it was just a blessing to be there. And uh, and so <clears throat> we're going to find our text in First Corinthians chapter number three. I'd like to invite you to stand uh, as we read our text this morning. My goal is to get towards the end and just challenge us uh, just a little bit from this passage of scripture here uh, today. We'll begin reading in verse number nine of First Corinthians chapter number three. For we are laborers together with God; ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. According to the grace of God, which is given unto me, a wise master builder, I have laid this foundation, and another buildeth thereon. But let every man take heed how he buildeth thereupon. For other foundation can no man lay than that is laid, which is Christ Jesus. Now if any man build upon this foundation, gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Our Heavenly Father, I pray that you bless this message today. Lord, speak to our hearts, please. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Please be seated. Uh, continue to pray uh, for me as well. I tore up my back on the way there somehow, and so the whole time I was uh, uh, kind of uh, pounding ibuprofen, trying to uh, adjust my back, and we got desperate trying to find a chiropractor, and there, weren't, uh, there aren't any uh, there. Uh, there are some places that say they have them, but they don't have them. Uh, so we went one place to show up, and after searching for a while, and uh, we went in there and, uh, and asked if we could have uh, an adjustment. They said yes, and we asked how much it was, and uh, their currency is called uh, CDs, C-E-D-I-S. So it was like, oh, you've got, if you don't have this card, it's going to be really expensive. And we're like, how much? It was like 150 CDs, which is about, uh, I don't know, $9 or $10 uh, or something there. And so I'm like, I'm in. Uh, but uh, went in there, and it was just... Uh, Uh, not very ideal, Uh, and so they said just get ready and all this different things, and you're laying on a table. Uh, If you've you've ever been around like a seat, like a leather seat that has been uh, sun-dried, whatever, and cracked, like the entire thing is just cracked from one end to the other, that was the table, and I went to go set my clothes, and there was a bunch of uh, straps and things that were there, and everything looked really dirty, so I didn't didn't put my clothes there, and, uh, and they got to going, and long story short, uh, they ended up using those straps uh, on me uh, and uh, to put down tens unit type stuff on my back, uh, which uh, usually uh, you replace like the the sticker. Uh, so I've had thousands and thousands of uh, uh, Ghanaian uh, people's uh, DNA all over me, uh, and because uh, they didn't clean anything or whatever. But I was already in it. It was, it was too late. Uh, and so, so uh, anyways, uh, pray for me. Uh, I got bit by lots of mosquitoes uh, while I was there. So I brought back malaria medicine and that kind of stuff. Uh, and, uh, but uh, so far, uh, so far, so good. And uh, when I got back, uh, 
uh, Brother Tony had said they were checking everybody at the border, like there was a thing at the border at immigration, uh, anybody screening everybody that was coming from Ghana for Ebola. And, and I'm like, well, they didn't screen anybody that I saw. Uh, and it was just uh, amazing uh, that, uh, that they didn't, I guess. But anyways, uh, be praying for me. Now, uh, I read this text, and we are going to, uh, to get back to it at the end of the service and give you just a couple of points uh, about how God measures uh, a church and what God sees as a successful church. And uh, every single time I've ever gone uh, on missions trips, um, it's super. Uh, it's natural uh, for me to uh, to observe and watch what they uh, do uh, in their churches, and uh, and because of that, uh, it's uh, very easy to draw comparisons. Uh, and uh, and when I tell you all these things today, I want you to understand. Uh, number one, I'm thankful. I'm an American. I'm thankful uh, for all the blessings, the the creature comforts. A lot of things we take for granted. Uh, and uh, in our churches, just getting ready. You know, this morning. Uh, the electricity stayed on the whole time, and uh, and uh, water was running. There's just a lot of uh, different things. It was 90 uh, degrees or so with 100% humidity, uh, and that meant that just as soon as you started walking out of the room that you were in sleeping with air condition, uh, it was just instant sweat uh, the entire time. I thought, man, I'm going to lose a lot of weight, but then they feed you too much, so uh, I actually came. I sweat a lot and drank more water. I drank more water last week than I've drank in a whole year, uh, and uh, and I still gained five pounds uh and but uh but uh, so i'll have to have to deal deal with all of that but as i made my way over there uh and got into uh, the country brother ruckman had uh, greeted me at the airport and uh we had gone uh, straight away to a store to get some things and uh and uh in the next day uh, they let me rest the first day i was there but began the bible institute and the main reason for me going over there was to see the works and all that was going on but was to instruct uh, their Bible college students uh, and some uh, national pastors as well as some American missionaries uh, in a Bible institute. So they had really an intensive week uh, that was uh, going on. Uh, their normal Bible institute time is on Saturday. So each day uh, we would begin around 9 a.m. Uh, and go until about uh, 4.30 in the afternoon. Uh, again, in all of that, no air condition and, uh, and stuff. And so everybody carries a rag and, uh, to wipe the sweat and stuff off of, off of you. Uh, so I had 12 of those uh, lessons that I was going to do throughout the week and then preach in uh, four different churches. And so in a seven-day span, uh, there were 16 times uh, that uh, I got to preach. Could have been more than that, but uh, they didn't want to they thought that was enough, and I agreed. Uh, it was uh, quite a bit, uh, but uh, we're in the Institute for those first uh, couple of days. Uh, then came Sunday, uh, and the church where Brother Ruckman, uh, he has taken a church that was existing there on his, this time back uh, into the country, and, uh, and that's why they're running the Institute. It's called Mount Calvary Baptist Church, and uh, and it was uh, fun just to see everybody coming. And, uh, and again, I talk about taking things for granted. Like we were in Brother Ruckman's house, which they have a bigger house. It's like a compound uh, that's there. It's like, I don't know, um, to kind of give a little perspective, it's probably, I don't know, five, 6,000 square feet, um, like five bedrooms and all these different things. And, uh, and the guy who owns that's a Ghanaian man. Uh, who lives in, in London uh, and rented it to him uh, because he wanted uh, the missionary to have it. So it's like $400 a month, all right, uh, to rent a place like that. So if you're looking for some affordable housing, uh, I know a place uh, where you can go. 
uh, and have that. Uh, but it's all, it has razor wire around it and, uh, and then spikes all along. And most of the fences had glass and things that they build into there uh, just because of the, all the windows have bars on them uh, for all of the, uh, the crime and different things. And even there was an electrical uh, current wire, electric fence that was run through the razor wire. And in case anybody just puts a blanket over the top and tries to go over, there's sensors on it, alerts. And uh, Brother Ruckman has a, a German shepherd that hates everybody. Uh, that's uh, locked up and they let out at night. Another missionary I was with, they had three of them uh, that uh, they would uh, let loose all the time uh, on the property. Uh, and it's amazing uh, the amount of theft. I heard one story that, uh, that so you get your limbs cut off. So you get caught stealing. It's not like here. <laughs> uh, you get to steal and nothing happens to you. Uh, one person uh, was st- stealing some TVs and it got caught. Every village has a chief. Uh, and uh, in it, and and so uh, they got this guy who was stole a television. They cut both his arms and his legs off, uh, and, uh, and told his family, "Here, you take care of him." And uh, it's a pretty big deterrent. And and by the way, that would be a deterrent here. I wish we would institute that, uh, and uh, and uh, our <laughs> criminal justice uh, system. Uh, but uh, things are different, and in uh, there's no wokeness over there. Uh, there's just uh, uh, there's just none of it. Uh, there's not racism, there isn't any of it, <clears throat> and it's refreshing. That part was in being over there. Everything in that culture is about, during the daytime, uh, it's like blessings, hair salon, Jesus saves, you know, car dealership, uh, and everybody, uh, that name, blessing, whatever, the, uh, one of the preacher boys, his name was Shadrach. Uh, he had a brother named Meshach, uh, and, uh, and pray for Meshach. Meshach is a drug addict, and they're trying to lead him to Christ and, uh, and to help him. But uh, it was um, uh, Mount Calvary Baptist where I preached at the first day. And kids, for example, uh, tons and tons of kids, they just come from everywhere, and uh, all dressed up for church and, uh, and, uh, uh, and getting ready and to do all that. Clothes that are white, and I don't even know how. Uh, they get there with, with their clothes as clean as they are. That night, I uh, was at a church, uh, and it was called Fundamental Baptist Church, uh, and it's Pastor Dari. Pastor Dari uh, is a Nigerian man uh, who came there and uh, planting churches, and uh, he looks like um, 50 Cent. Uh, if you know who 50 Cent is, how many know who 50 Cent is? Uh, you shouldn't know who 50 Cent is. Uh, anyway, he's a rapper. Uh, and, uh, and so 50 Cent, it looks just like him. I wanted to put out a flat bill hat on. I was going to put it on. Uh, and their currency, their change is called Pasios. So we refer to him as 50 Pasios uh, all week long uh, and, uh, because, of his, because of his likeness. And so we went to that church. And they had just uh, this year completed uh, a building. Uh, they had a concrete building that they had put up. Uh, in, in that area, and you purchase land, and any, um, the chief of that land, even though you bought it from somebody else, there's always these land disputes, uh, just constant land disputes, uh, that's just, uh, it's crazy the way that they do things, and so you can own property, and then the chief can come in and just take it uh, at some point, and uh, so they're working on all that, but they had built this, uh, this building that was there, and it's right next to, uh, I don't know, the whole neighborhood's just piling up uh, garbage, whatever, and uh, but they had built this um, this building, uh, and they're in it. Uh, they uh, just that one. They just painted the outside of it, uh, but the inside uh, doesn't have. Um, they have like a smooth concrete floor, but all the churches there they put big uh, tile uh, in. You don't find a lot of carpeting, uh, 
Uh, and uh, maybe I'll, I'm going to say this uh, again another day, but we're going to raise money uh, to try to help them to put the flooring down in Pastor Dari's uh, church. Uh, and for the whole big place to be done uh, with all the labor and all the, the pricing and things are different, it's going to be $7,000 to do that. It is an absolutely impossible uh, for their church to do it. So we're going to try to uh, come up with half of that uh, as an incentive for them to raise uh, the other half. If it doesn't look like a hopeless cause, uh, then they'll do that and get all that done. Uh, and then they're actually going to build a second floor uh, onto that place. It's all up there, and it's all ready uh, to go build up. Uh, and then their church will be up there high. There's no air conditioning, so the wind's got to kind of blow through the windows. You build the churches in a way that it does all of that. Uh, but Pastor Dari uh, in the Institute, he would go to the Institute, uh, and there were five men uh, that were there out of Brother Dari's church. Uh, that Two of them are currently pastoring churches in the area that I preached in, uh, and there are three other ones that were in uh, the institute who are training to also pastor. So when I went to Brother Darby's church uh, to preach that Sunday night, there were probably about, I don't know, 20, 30 people uh, that were there, and more people came in during the course. They just, they just come uh, during the course of the service. The last service that I did, uh, we must have started out with like, I don't know, 40-something, and then by the time it was, we were done, there were 60-some 60, 60 people uh, that were there. Uh, and what I, what's awesome, uh, well, there are a lot of things that are great, but uh, when you go to church, like the last one, we, were, we had invitation, and there were three people that got saved at that service, uh, and two 22-year-old adults, a man and a woman, uh, and then an 11-year-old uh, girl <clears throat> that had gotten saved. But, uh, and the church went long, and then, not because I preached long, but we started late because we were late getting there, and they sang uh, from the songbooks that we bought. All the churches uh, that we were in had the same songbooks that we have because we purchased those and sent those over in a container. And, um, but the custom is, it's like you can't leave unless the person who's, the host lets you leave, all right? So even if you're in a home, uh, you would just be there and you just don't go until somebody says you can, you can take your leave. And, uh, so we dealt with these people and they're uh, being led to Christ and it just took a really long time. And everybody that came, they, everybody stayed, they just kind of talked. And at the end, the pastor dismissed them so they could take their leave uh, and they, they all left. So uh, folks had come in uh, throughout the course of that time. They showed me afterwards uh, they had some framing, or not some framing, but some concrete things, a parsonage here, all this different stuff. They just put some uh, kind of outhouse bathroom type things, and you got to be careful when you go into them in case there's a green mamba uh, inside there and uh, really a super poisonous snake and scorpions and everything else and uh, that uh, you just, uh, just got to kind of watch uh, where you walk. Uh, but Brother Dari, uh, a very faithful man uh, who is, uh, is planting churches, and men are coming out. So uh, his church would be bigger if not for what they are reproducing and sending men out uh, to start these, start these churches. And so I was in his church that Sunday evening. Uh, then there's more institute stuff. And then uh, Tuesday, I went out to a place called Fundamental Bible Baptist Church uh, in Shama, uh, uh, Takarati. Uh, and there was a, a, a man and a woman, uh, the Amoas. Uh, and so Pastor Augustine Amoa, 
And where they live, their church is in their home, but it's kind of like a compound home to where you go in to uh, like a, there's like a courtyard and they've got kind of community uh, bathrooms and different stuff. And there's just different rooms. So you just kind of rent rooms. And, uh, and so they had invited neighbors to the service, but those neighbors like right in, like where we met for church, the next door, like right there, uh, one of the ladies was a first time visitor. So they had been there for four and a half years and she lives, I mean, you can't, she has to hear every single service because it's, it's like basically in her house too. Uh, and uh, she was there that night and several others that were from that church. And so we met kind of in a uh, 12 by 12 room. And I had, because I'm claustrophobic, I was stressed out the whole time we're making our way there uh, because it's 120 degrees in there uh, in a 12 by 12 room and who knows how many people we're going to be in. But once I got there, I saw that the pulpit was kind of by the door and it was all good. Uh, so I'll be able to, to get out uh, if, uh, if uh, I needed to. Well, when we got there, um, uh, he'd been praying for four and a half years uh, for God to give them land. And they've had land where they were going to purchase it, and then it fell through and all these different things. Well, we went up the road a little bit, and by this time, of course, it's dark. It's uh, in the evening for the service. Uh, it was just getting hammered by the mosquitoes, and, uh, and so they took me back real quick. Uh, but a landowner that was there said that they can clear the land uh, and then put up a gospel tent, which is one of the tents that we've sent over there. Uh, and they can start having services there, which is a huge answer to prayer uh, because when they have that tent, then people will be able to come and not just into that small room. Uh, but because of where they're at, the mosquitoes and things are, are terrible. His children have, and he and his wife, uh, they've had malaria countless times. And, uh, and when the kids get it there, it just destroys them. And so they become handicapped and there's a lot of deformities and different things. And so, and if you have that in their culture, if you have any type of, even asthma, uh, if uh, somebody has asthma, they don't let anybody know because otherwise you, they, you, won't, you won't be able to work. Uh, you're treated as an outcast. Uh, and uh, so we did. Uh, as I left, uh, I gave Brother Ruckman $100 uh, to buy 10 courses of malaria medicine, which, uh, you know, to us it's nothing, but uh, to, for them to get malaria and then go get medicine uh, oftentimes is half of what they make uh, in a month. And so we left that. Uh, with uh, the Amoa. So that week, um, he had some support come in. There's three pastors that get missionary support. Uh, and that week, uh, his support came in uh, and uh, so he could provide for his family. Uh, they have found land that they can put the tent on uh, to have church. Uh, but then also, um, he was traveling every day, an hour from his village in for Bible Institute. His wife, Martha, uh, teaches uh, the American missionaries, including Brother Ruckman, uh, Fonte, which is their language. Uh, they don't have a vehicle. They would travel in by taxi. It would take them about an hour to hour and a half uh, each way uh, to get into Takarati uh, for all those different things. Uh, so I felt led of the Lord to buy him, uh, they call it motos, a motorcycle. How many of you seen the picture of that uh, on the internet? And so we went downtown Takarati and, uh, to do that. And uh, so anyways, long story short on that, uh, it was uh, like a 12-horsepower, 150cc uh, motorcycle, which most of the people use, and they'll stack their whole families up uh, on these motorcycles uh, and travel around. And a little bit of perspective, like uh, it's 12-horse. My, my motorcycle is 128-horsepower. Uh, and, uh, and so it's just, it's just that's their kind of uh, transportation cars. It's just impossible for them to get in. So it cost us uh, $988 to buy a motorcycle. 
Um, that was a life-changing gift. Anyways, uh, we surprised him with that on the last day, on whatever uh, day it was. Uh, he didn't know we were getting that. You saw the video of him getting that motorcycle. If you, if you have Facebook, Brother Tom hasn't seen it. So maybe you'll show it, show it to him after, after church. And uh, so Brother Amoa, uh, he started that church out of Brother Dari's uh, church. Uh, then Wednesday, we were out at Fundamental Baptist Church, uh, Pastor Frederick Adu. Uh, when we bought the tent, the gospel tent over there, and I can't remember how much that was, but we bought that. It was sent over in a container. It's just a big uh, gospel tent. Uh, Pastor Frederick's church started under that tent. Uh, then uh, they ended up building a building, uh, which we were in. And as we got there, we were there late. It was night. We're going through the woods and trying to get out there. I'm looking for snakes and all that kind of stuff. And you can hear them singing uh, from way out from where we had come in. And it was just kind of surreal. It was just dark and everything. And you can just, as you closer you got, you can hear them singing. Uh, and uh, a big a building that they, they put there on the site where the tent was. Uh, and uh, singing out of the songbooks that, that you all purchased uh, and it was just a, just a wonderful, wonderful thing to be able to be there to preach for them uh, and to know that our church, all the way there in Ghana, has had a big uh, part uh, in, in, doing, uh, in starting that church and uh, being able to preach there was a blessing. And then Mrs. Uh, Ruckman, uh, they live in that house and different things. And uh, when you wash your clothes there, you put them out to dry. Uh, but if you don't do that in the morning, uh, in the afternoon, they have these uh, worms and things, something flies in and worms get in your clothes. And so when you put your clothes on, they have parasites uh, that burrow into your skin. Uh, and, uh, and, by, and also there, uh, he said, brother, uh, whenever you say, don't say pants, like you got something on your pants, because for them, that's underwear. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so you say trousers uh, uh, over there. And so I was always asking, I went to one of the missionaries' house to uh, to dry, wash them at the Ruckman's, went to the other missionary house to dry them. Uh, then I asked the missionaries if they would help me fold my pants. <laughs> and, uh, and, uh, uh, and that's the fold my underwear. They declined. Uh, and, uh, but uh, long story short with that, we purchased a dryer for Mrs. Ruckman that was delivered the day I was leaving. They'll have an electrician come and try to hook that up. Uh, hopefully tomorrow, uh, and uh, a game changer for them because then you don't have to hang the clothes up, you don't have the, all the bugs and everything else. Uh, and then we plan to take a group uh, back there uh, in 2026 uh, to do a uh, crusade, tent crusade, to have infrastructure for people. Uh, if, you, if you put up a tent and do that, you'll have uh, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that will come, uh, and they just don't have the people to be able to accommodate that. So we're planning on bringing a group of people over. Uh, so begin praying and begin saving uh, in order to do that, uh, to go over and uh, after they come back for furlough, uh, and we will, uh, we will certainly, uh, hopefully, bring a good-sized group. It's not for the faint-hearted. Uh, it's, uh, it's a long time getting there, a long time getting back, uh, and it is hot, uh, and, uh, and, and it's crazy in, in many respects. Uh, but it was a huge, huge blessing to be able to be over there uh, and to invest in those people. And so we're going to try to raise the money uh, for, uh, I'd like to raise it. Uh, we could just certainly give it, but I feel like there's at least someone here or a few people that would, might give to that. 
Uh, and there's another building that they're building for uh, another church that we went up. I've got pictures of it. I'm not sharing all the pictures. Uh, it's a lot of things that I see I've seen in other places. It's kind of like when you, your first kid you have, you, you, make, you take so many pictures. And then by your last one, you know, there's even no record that you even had them. Uh, and uh, so it's kind of like that with missions trips. Uh, when I first went, picture, picture, pictures. Uh, and now it's just kind of uh, not the case. But I do have pictures uh, if you are interested in seeing them. And we'll try to raise that, that money for, uh, for Brother Dari. We're also going to be sending over uh, 15 books, uh, uh, well, 30 books total uh, that we'll purchase for the Institute people. One was competent to counsel uh, and uh, another one, homiletics from the heart. Uh, and we'll be sending that over uh, in, uh, with Brother Ruckman as he comes back. They're going to be coming back in a couple of weeks. They had a grandbaby that was born and they also uh, have to have checkups for Miss Ruckman. She'd had uh, cancer and, and, uh, and uh, she's uh, being just checked out for that. Uh, and in remission, all things, it's all good, uh, but they have those things to come back to. Now, I've said all that uh, to get us back to our passage of Scripture here in 1 Corinthians chapter number 3. Uh, as I went to each church, um, I'm observing what it is that they would do. Uh, and uh, their, their church buildings uh, are um, uh, different, obviously. There's a lot of things that are different uh, about uh, the facilities and things we have. I'm grateful. Uh, I remember the first time I came back from the Philippines uh, and uh, was given illustration about the things that I observed. Uh, I, we had uh, uh, some people, basically, they basically left church because they, I, they felt I made them feel guilty for having toilets. And that's never my intention. You know, we live in America. Uh, there, the average uh, salary for a single uh, person is about $60, $70 a month. Uh, for a family, it's uh, uh, about a little over $100 a month that they live on uh, and uh, purchase all the things that they do to live. Uh, and by the way, um, many of them are poor, but they don't really know that they're poor. Right. All right. And, uh, and, and I had to be careful about, you know, what to, I, you know, they don't tip over there. As we went to a restaurant, I would tip and I would basically, I'm just grabbing CDs and I kind of figured it all out. Uh, but I, I was laid down a tip and that's what they would make in a month. And they're like, oh, I can't really give that much. And so they were kind of doing that. When they weren't around, I was giving CDs away to everybody when they weren't looking. Uh, and uh, if you're wherever you are, uh, if somebody wants to help you with something, uh, and then they would go like this because they want something, they want to eat. Uh, and, and so I had a bunch of CDs left in an airport as I was leaving. Uh, you know, you go by the bathroom, like you can see the bathroom. Like, are you looking for a bathroom? Yes. And they would help you. They would point to the door. That's where the bathroom is. And so you go in the bathroom, you come out and they'd want something for pointing to the door. Uh, and so I gave, there was about four or five of the, of the, uh, the airport workers that were there. And I just gave them all the CDs I had to just split it. Uh, and, uh, and I don't know if they did because uh, I left, but, uh, but your heart goes out uh, to, to people. Uh, in that, uh, in those situations, and uh, so we were trying to be a blessing where we could, uh, provided for all the things. I'd, I told Brother Ruckman, I said, "Your wallet will not know that I'm there," uh, and uh, and so we wanted to make sure that we took care of all those things. Paul, uh, as he's writing to the church at Corinth, talks about a foundation uh, for uh, building uh, the work of God. We know that Christ builds the church. Uh, and there's instruction here both to the minister of God's word and then also to the church in general uh, where they're talking about having the right foundation. 
Uh, and I'm thankful. I'm thankful for Berean Baptist Church and the foundation that was laid. And by the way, there's no other foundation you can build a church on except Jesus Christ. Uh, and churches that, uh, that uh, build the foundation on their religion and uh, their history, tradition, all that kind of stuff. Uh, not everything calls itself a church is a church here, uh, also over there. What's big is the charismatic movement uh, is big over there. Uh, and, uh, and it's just um, a lot of faith healing, a lot of uh, uh, just craziness. Uh, and their culture, they, they believe in uh, a lot of West African countries in that area, uh, juju, uh, voodoo, uh, witchcraft type stuff. Uh, somebody gets a cut on their leg and you're like, hey, you need to go to the doctor. Like, no, um, it's juju. Uh, somebody put a curse on me uh, and, and so they refuse to go to the doctor and then they get gangrene and uh, their, you know, their limbs uh, have to get cut off. Uh, and it's just a completely different world in that respect. Uh, but... Um, but but a blessing too. Like when we take a group, for example, here we have all this nonsense and transgenderism. That's the stuff they don't have that there. They don't have that there. Uh, when you go, like when we take a group, if we go into a hotel, uh, which like a really nice hotel would be like $50 uh, a night for the ones where all the dignitaries go. And there's one that's not too far from Brother uh, Ruckman's uh, church. Uh, but like two men, can't, two men can't stay in a room together. They just will not allow it. Uh, and uh, in fact, most of the places, even on the way over, like in Doha, like I stayed in a hotel in the actual airport. Uh, but if you're a man and a woman and you're going to go into that hotel, you have to prove that you're married uh, in order to be in there. Uh, and uh, so you can, I can go on and on. You know, I've already talked about cutting off arms and legs for stealing and, and all the, the, the way that they do justice over there. Uh, but all the, the stuff that drives us crazy here, they just don't, they don't, don't do it there. Uh, and, and that was refreshing uh, and a blessing uh, to, uh, to be uh, and to see all of that. Uh, but they do have a lot of religion, and it's false religion. Uh, and foundations and prosperity preaching and the faith healing and all the crazy stuff. Uh, and, uh, and it's just uh, uh, um, steeped into them. Uh, and even those who've gotten saved that might have gone to charismatic churches, uh, for the pastors to undo... Uh, all of the uh, of the false teaching uh, that they have received is uh, is a you know a task in and of itself. Uh, so pray for uh, Brother Ruckman and these preachers uh, as they do that. Verse eleven: For the other foundation can no man lay that is laid, which is Jesus Christ. And then it talks about uh, if we when we labor and we build upon this foundation, there's gold and silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, and every man's work shall be made manifest. Uh, for the day shall declare it. We believe that this is talking about the judgment seat of Christ, uh, and there are several applications for this passage. We can apply individually. We can apply it uh, to the church. Uh, some believe that uh, the uh, the gold and in uh, in in silver and precious stones, wood, hay, and stubble are a reference to uh, the doctrine or the the scripture that is given. Uh, and uh, some believe it is uh, uh, talks to the motives and the why we do uh, what we do as we build a church uh, for God. And every one of us, uh, and I believe the application can be made to each and every one of us, when we stand before God, what we do for Him uh, will be tried. Uh, and, uh, and as we serve the Lord, why we do it uh, is more important than, than the results or the outcome. Now, um, I'm thankful for padded chairs and, and air condition and all the creature comforts that we have uh, in, in our churches. Uh, I'm not going to 
pull all the chairs out and put you know wooden benches in uh, and uh, and all the different things that they would have in these uh, these churches. But uh, our big facilities uh, in in fancy you know technology and all the none of that impresses God. None of it impresses God. Uh, and uh, my last service that I preached in Pastor Frederick's church uh, in the village, um, I wanted to impress upon them uh, that, uh, that we serve the same God, uh, we, we use the same Bible, we sing out of the same hymn books because we purchased them you know, for them, uh, and that the God of heaven uh, is just as interested in their work in that village than he is in, in our church in Puyallup. Uh, and he just is. There are, there are people uh, all across the world uh, having church in their time zones uh, that have, uh, have nothing. Uh, they're, they're just, uh, they're meeting in brush, ar- you know, uh, arbors and, uh, or outside uh, or in tents, if, if you will, um, and, uh, and they don't have it. But um, God is, uh, when we stand before God, here's what I believe, um, Pastor Dari uh, and just a small handful of people there uh, in the churches that are being started out of his ministry, a Nigerian man uh, in Ghana uh, preaching the gospel. Uh, there, he is going to have more rewards in heaven uh, than, than myself and, and, and probably every other preacher uh, that I know in America. Um, it's, just, it's, just, it's just amazing. Uh, his little boy, those of you, uh, I, I was playing with this little boy named Barnabas. Uh, he has uh, several, Brother Dari has several girls, teenage girls, and some maybe 10, 11. Uh, and so little Barnabas, he's three, kind of came late for them. And uh, he's kind of their baby and maybe a little spoiled or whatever. First day I met him uh, at the Ruckman's house. He was there playing or whatever. And, uh, and uh, he was wanting to climb up on the table uh, and pull on the ceiling fan chains. And so the ladies are in the kitchen. They're trying to make uh, food for lunch. And so I'm like, Barnabas, kind of get down. I take him down. He climbed back up there. Uh, and after about the second or third time, he said, go back to your house. <laughs> uh, uh, he told me to go back to my house uh, in, uh, in America. Uh, and, uh, but, uh, uh, but after a little while, I read him a little book. It was about a kangaroo. Uh, and had some toys out, read a book. Uh, the very next day, as I got down there for breakfast, he had the book ready. Uh, so I could read it to him. And uh, anyways, um, by <clears throat> the end of the week, he didn't want me to go to my house. <laughs> and, uh, but I believe men like Dari um, are going to reap rewards in heaven uh, for the things that they do uh, in their service for God. Uh, and uh, <clears throat> because God doesn't measure a church by facilities, and he doesn't measure a church by how many people are there. Um, those things are a blessing, uh, and, and I don't want you to misunderstand. Uh, and, but, but let me say this. I think it will do every single one of us well, and I've said it every single mission trip I've ever been on, to go. Uh, so we plan this group trip. Uh, jump in on that. Uh, if uh, we do another one to go, because it puts things in perspective. Uh, and, uh, and how we, not just we, I'm grateful, but I'm more grateful. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, just simple things that we do here. Like today I went through a drive-thru and got a cup of coffee on the way here, and you, just, you can't do that there. 
uh, and uh, just um, just get in and out of my house. Like to get into their house, you had to stop. Uh, somebody had to come out, unlock gates, open these things up, go in, lock. Your doors had so many locks on them, whatever. And like I just got out of my car bleep, and, and walked into my house. Um, that that just you know. Um, I just take those types of things for granted, and, uh, and I could go on, and you know I could go on uh, about that aspect uh, of the comparisons. Uh, I'm glad that I'm here. I'm glad I'm American. I'm glad for all the blessings, uh, and, uh, and uh, it's terrible uh, in many ways as our country is, and, and, and the way that it's going is still the best place to live. Amen. And uh, as I came in through uh, immigration on the way back, um, there are tons and tons of people coming to this country uh, now, when I got to Ghana, uh, I, I basically walked in, went to immigration. They didn't ask me why I was there, nothing, stamped right through. And I'm like, man, that's kind of easy, but very scary. Uh, and, uh, and even on the way out was the same way. Uh, and, uh, but uh, so uh, I'm thankful for our process here. Uh, it took me a while to get through, uh, but I'm thankful I'm an American. Uh, I, I, I'm blessed uh, to have been born here uh, and, uh, and live here. And if uh, you are an American, you should be thankful. Uh, and, uh, but um, here's what the Bible says in verse 13. Every man's work, your work, my work, our church, if we make the application there, uh, the day that we'll declare it, the judgment seat of Christ, uh, be by fire and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. What sort it is. God doesn't look at the size, at, the, at the, the building, the numbers of people, the technology uh, is, do we have this or that? Uh, he doesn't look at a church in, in, in Ghana, Africa, uh, and say, okay, why don't you have air condition? Uh, why why uh, are all the toilets uh, in the bathrooms not running? Uh, and look at them and say, you don't, you're not doing it right. Uh, and, uh, and now I think that we ought to, whether you're there or here, give your best to the Lord. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I'll say this, uh, is, is, is poor as people are, um, they show up to church sharp uh, and, uh, and, and dressed up uh, because they were worshiping God. Uh, and if you saw where they came from, you'd be amazed um, that they could even do that. Uh, and uh, I'm looking for places to dry clothes and different things and how to do this and on and on and on uh, and uh, electricity going off and whatever. And they'd have storms. Uh, they had stormed the night before and they'd still be in church when they've had water just running through uh, their house. And I'm thankful for that. I think just as Americans in general, we, we need to do better about that. Uh, and uh, and uh, there's just something about um, a, a reverence for God that motivates. We're supposed to love God with all of our heart, soul, and might. Uh, and uh, give our best. Now, if, if, if you're, you say, my best is this, then that's your best. Uh, but um, more times than not, uh, it isn't, uh, and we can do better. Uh, and there's one kid, I'm a, his name is Prince. And, uh, and Prince got saved. I don't know how long ago he got saved, but has a call of God to preach. He was at Institute uh, each day. Uh, Prince has, um, uh, he, he doesn't know English hardly at all, and he sat through all those marathon sessions in the heat and whatever and tried to pick up as much uh, as he could from the English as we did that uh, and sat there and, um, and the entire time and wasn't getting anything out of it. But the moment that he felt the, the call of God on him uh, to preach, uh, things changed for him. And he, um, he's almost blind. Uh, he had cataracts. 
uh, in his eyes. And, and uh, in fact, Brother Ruckman raised money to try to get him uh, an eye surgery. Uh, and uh, he can hardly see anything. He's got these really big, thick glasses on. Uh, and uh, he can just make out shapes and stuff. And, uh, but he's, he's got a call of God to preach. Uh, every single, every single time I saw him, uh, he, and, and he didn't, he can't afford this. Uh, I know that he's gotten close from other words. He, he had a tie on, uh, a, a vest over it, uh, a, a suit, uh, dress clothes. Uh, every, sing, every single time all the way through the institute, it, 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 it you know, put me under conviction. Uh, and, uh, and so, um, and he's just, uh, and during the church service, uh, by the way, they cane everybody there. If you're, you know, it doesn't matter if you're your kids or their kids or whatever, you, have to, you just cane them. Uh, and, uh, and they would just do that. And so this little boy comes up uh, to, uh, to me and Brother Ruckman after the service, and he was telling on the other one, he was talking during church, and, and Pastor Ruckman was like, you want me to cane him? And the boy's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, want, wants to cane him. Uh, and, uh, but it's just, it's just different. But that'd be kind of great if, uh, you know, we could institute that uh, here in America. Just whoop, but it didn't matter what kids, just one's acting up in Walmart, just grab them and can the fire out of them. Uh, and, uh, and that would just, uh, that would just be great. Uh, and, uh, but um, it's, just, it's just a perspective. Now, here's, here's my point, and I'm almost done. Um, it, it's not about, God doesn't measure a church by, you know, who it is um, or, or, you know, where the location uh, or what the properties are, or whatever. The Bible teaches us how. Verse number 10, um, but let every man take heed how he build it thereon. And we can't get into it, but the doctrine of Christ, he's the foundation. Uh, we're supposed to be uh, continue in the doctrine that's been given to us. How we do church is more important than, uh, than, than what we do. All right, now what we do is also important. Uh, God gives us uh, much uh, in the Bible about that. Um, God measures a church not by uh, a church that's built for the glory of men. In America, we build, uh, we build uh, basically kingdoms to ourselves. Uh, and we measure success by um, properties and, you know, uh, you know, Brother Reno, how's your church doing? When they ask, they want to know how many people were there and how big were your offerings. Uh, and, and, and it's, but our churches will be done for the glory of God. If you read in the next chapter, verses 1 through 5, we see that, uh, that the success is measured by faithfulness. Uh, it says, verse 2, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. God is looking for faithfulness. And when I see men like Pastor Amoa, uh, who's been faithful uh, in a 12 by 12 room uh, in a village of Shama, uh, and his kids getting malaria, uh, and he's getting malaria, all the, just the crazy, just the persecution and everything, but he just keeps going and keeps going. Uh, and he's leading the music and he's out sewing every single day. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and by the way, people react differently uh, to the national pastors than they do uh, the American pastors. And uh, that's unfortunate, uh, but it is kind of uh, the life that is there. Uh, but it's, it's the church, the success of it, should, it's a church that gives glory to God and not, not building a kingdom for men. And it's not measured by, uh, by its offerings and its buildings, by, by what sort it is. And, uh, and I was in four churches in the time that I was there that are of the right sort. Uh, preaching the word of God um, and, uh, and sharing the gospel. Uh, and everywhere you go, uh, you, you're passing out gospel tracts and people want them. 
Uh, and uh, they, up in Brother Ruckman's house, they've got this, this huge hallway filled uh, with, uh, with Bibles and, uh, to, to give out. They give Bibles out. Everybody will come. They get a Bible, and then they, they might not come back. And so they're trying to figure out uh, how to do all this hungry uh, for, for God and the Word of God and to be in church. Little kids, three years old. That, that would walk to church in their Sunday best and be in church with no parents. And, uh, and you just don't know, where, you know, this people just coming and going. Uh, and uh, it, just, it just fascinated me uh, and uh, to the efforts that we go. So all that to say, um, as in America, I believe Christians, we need to do better. Uh, and America needs missionaries, really. Um, these other countries need to be sending missionaries back uh, to America because we, uh, we are a mess. But when the word of God is preached, God changes people. He changes them in Ghana, West Africa, but he also changes them in America. Um, we serve the same God. It's the same Holy Spirit. It's the same worship. Uh, we do the same things. Uh, here we have a handful of people uh, and uh, in a church, in a concrete building or under, uh, under a tent or whatever, uh, that the blessing of God and the eyes of God and the ears of God and the heart of God is just as much, uh, is just as much blessed over what they do as they, they are uh, in America. Um, and I wanted to stress that to them while I was there because they would see uh, me coming uh, and coming from America uh, and they just, some of, they just want, they, you know, everybody wants to come to America uh, for its freedoms and, and all of that. Um, but there are a lot of people like, um, I, I, I was leaving and I had all these big long layovers. I'm almost done, I promise. Uh, and, um, and my flight got switched and so I was going to be in Accra uh, for an extra five hours. But you can't check in for your flight uh, until it's two hours out. And, and I was already, so basically I had, you know, five hours, almost six hours to where I had to potentially stay outside uh, in that sweltering heat to wait. And then, you know, you're just sweating like a pig and then you got a nine hour flight. And uh, uh, anyways, the, the smells on the airplane were awesome. <laughs> and, uh, and so I, everybody wants to, to help and carry your bags and everybody, uh, all this different stuff. And a, an older man came up to me and he, he asked me if I needed a taxi uh, and he seemed legit. And so, so basically I said, all right, I'm hiring you for the day. <laughs> and so for the next five hours, he just drove me around Accra in his air-conditioned car. Uh, and uh, and he, even, he got it from uh, uh, an American that had just given it to him. He didn't know how to change the clock. And he's trying to get it, you know, uh, trying to work everything. And it was kind of sketchy at first, <laughs> Jim figuring it all out. But uh, he drove me around. We went down to Ahu, this, this like beach area, whatever. I took him out for lunch or whatever. Anyways, I had my own uh, uh, companion throughout the day uh, in the air condition. Uh, and uh, and I, I gave him $50, which was, you know, almost a month's worth of work. Uh, and, um, uh, and got to spend that time with him. Um, we, as, as, as Christians uh, in America, we don't know how good we have it. Um, but I want you to know that our church is the right sort. Uh, and, uh, and I'm thankful to be the pastor here. Uh, before the service, Brother Burris came to my office. Uh, and he's like, you know, he said, every time you leave, I'm you know, afraid you're not going to come back. <laughs> uh, and uh, and uh, thank me. 
for being a pastor here. And uh, I, I'm not going to lie, you know, your eye affects your heart. Um, and uh, Brother Shiflet said, better be careful, Brother Reno. Those people will capture your hearts. And uh, I'm, not, I'm not going to Africa as a missionary. Um, but it's our responsibility to take the gospel into to every place. And uh, so we'll do more trips and, and, be all, and do all that. I, I hope and pray that somebody gives the money uh, for Pastor Dari's church. And, uh, and I hope that when we put out the sign-up sheet to go, that you'll go. And this may be, my hope today is that as we pray and give an invitation, that the things I've said in this passage of Scripture can bring conviction to your heart. And just ask yourself the question, am I, am I faithful to the Lord? Am I giving my best to the Lord? Um, am I too fickle? In, in my Christian life and my service to God? What, can keep, what, what keep, would keep you out of church? What would keep you from quitting on God? Um, and just, uh, just ask God to help you be more faithful, to help you serve more, to be more involved in reaching people with the gospel and to live that um, each and every single day. Uh, and, uh, and to know that we live a vapor life and it's a short life and we're all going to stand before God and God's going to look at your life and he's not gonna, you're not going to be measured uh, by um, if you had a house and a beach house, how many cars you got in your garage uh, and how much was in your 401k and all these different things. None of that's going to matter to God. Uh, what's going to matter to God is were you a faithful steward uh, of the things of God and did you serve him? And why you went to church and what foundation was is more important than what came out of it. And when God looks at Berean Baptist Church, he's not going to say, hey, Brother Reno, why didn't, why didn't you have 5,000 people uh, in your services? Uh, because those things don't impress God. Uh, he's going to say, well done, uh, and because this is a church that is the right sort. Um, but you've got to be the right sort of Christian. Uh, and uh, and uh, I was blessed to be able to go. Thank you so much for allowing for me to go. Uh, and, uh, uh, and I hope that um, in I hope we can have the spirit uh, that those African churches had in their, in their churches. I, wish, I hope we can have that here. And we can uh, if we allow the Holy Spirit uh, to, to lead us and direct us and we be faithful to this book. Uh, and, uh, and so as we pray, let's pray for those missionaries, Brother Ruckman, those national pastors. But let's, let's ask God to give us a little piece of that uh, in our own hearts, in our own life, in our church here. Let's all stand with our heads bowed and and our eyes closed today. And I just want to ask you as we have the invitation to just be praying for those ministries and, uh, and maybe God uh, will work in your heart to help with that $3,500 uh, to be a blessing to that church. Uh, and, uh, and just, um, you know, our church was able to change uh, lives uh, just with a short visit. And how much more uh, can we do uh, to support those works in other places? And uh, God is so good to us here. And uh, so let's just ask God, to do work in our hearts and help us to be better Christians and to be faithful Christians and, uh, and to make uh, God 
um, first and foremost in our life. We just need that. We need a touch of God uh, on our, our, our lives and on our church. Would you pray uh, in that way? And this panel begins to play. Uh, let's just spend a few moments in prayer. Pray.